I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Over the weekend, I sat down with Natty and Wooker from the Weekly Rubdown, obviously the draft experts when it comes to Supercoach. and went through a range of questions, a lot of different topics to talk about heading into Draft Day 2024, just about a month away now. A lot of these questions that we spoke about, uh, a lot of them are just relatable to Supercoach Classic, and a lot of them are just re- relatable to the NRL as well, talking about how we think the makeup of certain teams will look like, how that will impact teams, obviously how it'll impact Supercoach scores and whatnot, so a heap to dive into. Very entertaining content here as well. The boys are always a good little giggle. I think here we're talking about Dave Fafita. I think we get on to the Penny Panthers, and we might even touch on James Tedesco as well. If you'd like to listen to this entire clip, it goes for about two hours or so. Uh, It will be dropping on Wednesday morning, so stay tuned for that, the entire episode with the Weekly Rubdown. Make sure you go follow them on all your social medias and check out their podcast as well. Very, very entertaining gear. I love everything that they put out. Full clip dropping Wednesday morning on on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I'll hand it over now to the great Natty to run us through some Supercoach draft questions. And KP ready to goose step the fuck out of you around the back. Like, what do you do? Hands on heads, not playing anymore. I'd be pulling a hammy. I'm done. Coach, get me off. I don't want any part of this. Fuck this. It is going to be special that night's left. Um, all right, let's move on. Des Hasler's effect on the Titans, especially the Ford pack. So Wook and I were touching on this when we were talking about David Feeder and Tino especially. What's your thoughts here, girl? I have heard you speak a little bit about this, obviously taking your mind back to Des Hasler when he was coaching Manly and how he was rotating his forwards. What's your thoughts here? Is it going to Im- impact uh, these Titans players, especially these guns that you're going to have to pay up big for? And I'm talking about David Feeder and Tino. Yeah, I think you definitely need to take it into consideration. There's a number of factors out there at the Titans that has me worried. Obviously, as a super coach prospect, I should say, I'm very excited about it as an NRL side. But as a super coach prospect, 
Jez Haslow, similar to Wayne Bennett, well known for completely fucking super coach forwards. Um, you know, you can and, add Todd Payton to that. Yes, fair. He's starting to grow in that realm, yes. But uh, Desi Hasler, he's on <laughs> Mount Rushmore, you know. He, he's just been doing <laughs> yes, it for years. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my mate Steve, who won our comp last year, who, who's very good at Supercoach draft, and he he drafted for Fida last year. So he's obviously uh, a little bit higher on him than mm. the average bear. But he sort of said to me that he doesn't see any concerns with them whatsoever, and I just sat there and went, fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah. But the, 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 he is – there are a lot of concerns that, for me, don't make him an absolute slam dunk. I think the other thing you need to consider, and I think it's very unlikely, but with Bo Fermore returning, like he was carving on, on the left edge before he got injured. Uh, and, you know, who's the better option on the left edge? I think it's for Fida 100%. Don't get me wrong. But if Fermore can can play well on the left edge and you know Fafita can be as dominant on either side of the fucking field, you might see Fafita jump over to the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll happen, but when you're drafting your – you know, like I, I, I think in some comps based on averages last year and, you know, the way that people think the Titans are going to improve, I think Fafita could go six, seven around that mark. 100%. That's, that's 100. where that, if I not lower. got impacted at about seven or eight. See, for, for me, I'd be looking elsewhere. Like I'd be yeah. I'd be definitely going a guy like uh, Scotty Drinkwater before I go with Dave Fafita without I a think, I, I honestly think they'd be crazy moving Fafita across back to the right. He changed. He changed the way he was playing last season. He started to take the game a bit more serious. He was mm. definitely doing the tough stuff. And from an NRL perspective, he wasn't drifting in and out of games. He was in there doing doing the hard work, which yeah. you haven't really seen from him before. Um, that excited me, um, and I, I think a lot of that had to do with Forum. Yeah. And, and I think Foz has been a really good influence on him. But uh, like, speaking Firma's speaking of Froz, speaking of Foz. Is because obviously Desi coming in, having a relationship with Foz, do you think Desi goes to Foz first up, probably the first person he talks to in mm. his team and goes, what am I doing here? What should I change? What are you and liking? Foz, Foz wasn't there when Furman was playing either, was he? Mm. So is it is it a is it a case of Foz going, don't take Fafita away from me. I, I need him next to me. I'm, you know, I'm working with him. It's going well. Touch anyone else, but. The combination I've got with Dave Fed is working, so just leave it. And maybe, you know, Foz is one of the only blokes that, that Desi had listened to. And I think there's every chance that plays out. But once again, this is Des Hasler we're talking about. Uh, the yeah. more common sense you try to apply, probably the further you're going to get away from it. So, <laughs> I, and so you true. know what, God, like the beauty yeah. of this, that unless you're one of those Muppets that's fucking drafting in fe- on Feb 1, you will hopefully get to see at least one or two trials. Mm. And if you mm. haven't got your eyes painted on, you should be at least be able to see which side of the field for feeder and both Furmore are standing on. So we'll have more information yeah. when we get there. But I just, I don't know, that it's just, he's just had a long history of just screwing around with super coach forwards uh, that I just don't trust. And I think with Fafita, you know, he's going to be a decade-long a decade long guy there. Um, you know, he's now playing Origins. He's playing internationals. Like, his schedule's just getting busier and busier. He's injured right now. He had to have off-season surgery mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, there's just... He's, I, not, he's not a certainty for round one. No, he's not. And, he's, and, yeah. and that's the other thing as well. You might not see him in trials. And it, what, what, mm. what the fuck are we going to do if we get to trials and Bo Fermore, because Fafita's not there, is lining up on his edge? Yeah. Which mm. there is every chance that's going to play out, and you get to draft day, and you're trusting that your number one pick is this juggernaut second row playing outside Kieran Foran when he could end up outside Tanner Boyd on the weaker side for the rest of the season. Mm. I don't think he will. Yeah. It's a big punt to take. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because flipping, flipping the side of the coin, though, where do you take Firmo coming off an ACL? 
do you take him at all or do you let him become someone else's problem? Another guy that I think will be very, very popular. He's going to be very relevant in Classic. He's going to be spoken about. He's going to be on everyone's radar, Bo Fermor. Um, I probably a lot, won't. A lot, less, a lot less risky in Classic, obviously. Heaps less risky. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but once again, if we get to trials and he's running outside Kieran Foran, his stocks are going to absolutely skyrocket, mm. which there's every chance yeah. he probably could be. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't that long ago we were looking at Bo Fermor, everyone tipping him, oh, he'll play Origin next year. So yeah, I think yeah, he'll be a true. very popular guy. He's an attacking guy. Like, and, and I, I sort of, before I looked at his stats, because it's been so long since I've seen both film or play footy, I, I just sort of went, ah. Oh. Mate, you, you forgot his name. Forgot his name. I, I, like, you just sort of think, ah, <laughs> oh, he averaged well because he scored a lot of tries. Then you actually look at his stats, and he's, like, his base stat averaging, like, a high 45 to 50 sort of range from memory. Mm, yeah, with, yeah. With scoring Which is sexy. 10 tries. So let's say yep. he halves mm. that. That's still a great season. Yeah. Rule of thumb, though, in draft is never draft someone with it coming off an ACL. Well, the first year back from an ACL anyway. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's, that's yeah. a new rule that I, I'm employing for sure. It's I, always been a rule. You just ignored it last year. Yeah, that's true. But but I also think there's so many people that apply that rule that there becomes value in these guys. And yeah. both Firmore yeah. might have averaged 60 two years ago. I wouldn't draft him at a 60 average, but I'm confident he can get a 52-53 average which there's great yep. value there all of a sudden. And that is the the, the caveat be, behind everything that we say, right, is that, yes, we're saying, okay, there's risk behind Fafita, there's risk behind Tanner, there's risk behind Fermil, but at some point in a draft, these cunts need to be taken because yep. of value. You need to be like water, you need to hit, keep your head on a swivel, and fuck, if people are taking heed of these, these risks and they let them slide, then – it's worth the risk at some point in the draft. So yeah. that's behind everything that we talk about here. And that's, I mean, that's the fun of the draft, isn't it? Because it's like, look, if he's at this pick, I'm not a big, but if he slips two or three more picks past that. Exactly right. And, and I hello. think it's a really good time to point out and remind people that with a lot of guys, I know myself anyway, at this time of the year, I'm looking for the negatives of blokes because yep. a guy like Fafita, like, do I need to point out to you guys that he's hard to fucking tackle and every time he gets into dummy half, he scores a try? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they, like uh, you, exactly. you know what the upside is, but the downside mm. is what you need to be aware of coming into a season like this. Yeah. And selfishly, I like to put out as much negative press about players as possible and hope that the people in my league are listening <laughs> so that it muddies the water a little bit and then all of a sudden, <laughs> hello, that draft value just pops into my lap. <laughs> and don't lie, Guru, you know you do it. Don't know what you're talking about, boys. I knew you, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I reckon no, no comment. <laughs> the one guy that really worries me about in that whole situation is Tino because mm. big boy, I think his minutes get cut. Minutes, he's a yeah, he's a yeah. guy that I, I like. It'd have to be fantastic value for me to take. I'm more you got, confident. You got, you got Palace coming in. You got a, a fit Joe Majolif again. Like, they've got and we know Desi likes there. to rotate his big boys mm. and keep them fresh. You know what I mean? Does he need to play Tino at 65 minutes like he has been? Probably not. I mean, it's great for us when he plays 65 minutes, but Desi doesn't give a fuck about Supercoach. So yeah. he's the one I'm really worried about, and I'd, I'll let him slide. Yeah. Actually, I'll just let him be someone else's problem, to be honest. The only thing about Tino that makes him appealing is the duel. Yep. Yep. One and of the very few. That is going to be absolute gold Jules. this year. Are there jewels? Are there jewels this year? 
Yeah, yeah, I think they, I think they can, cancel jewels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I think the other thing with Tino that once again you need to take into consideration the Desi Hasler factor, but I think that they are the sort of team, the Gold Coast Titans. I mean, I, I don't think any of us are expecting them to have a top eight or a top four spot locked up in round 26, 27. Like, I think there is every chance they're one of those teams that has to play late to make a finals charge. Um, mm. And you just know that if they're must-win games, I don't know if Des Hazel has any choice but to turn to, in my opinion, a top two front row forward in the world to play big minutes and create yep. opportunities. So yeah. if you get an absolute slam dunk pick at number one, like a one, two or three, I don't love it, but I can understand you thinking with Tino that by the end of the season, they're probably going to be desperate for him to play big minutes. Mm. Uh, but I, you know, for the rest of the season, you better be damn confident that you're going to be able to compensate for Des Hasler's complete and utter fuckery yeah. for the rest of the year. And if you're in a captain's league, it's not a slam dunk as a captaincy option yeah. in those periods. And like, if you're spending possibly a turn pick on Tino, fuck, like yeah. well, he scored six tries. You just can't bank on that. Mm. I don't care who. I don't care who it is. You just not can't go in row forward a lot. You just can't go into a season and and expect that to be replicated. So mm. and then so that plus Desi, it's just too many alarm bells for me. Oh, oh, I let's think get though, that if you if you land like a yep. Nathan Cleary and you've got first pick and then you come back like in a comp like mine when you're what are you pick twenty eight or something? Oh, I, I can understand the dual surely. position stuff there. I, I can get it yeah. there, but then your next pick has to be another high ceiling guy. Whether you and even if you try and pair up with Nathan Cleary getting an Isaac Tungo or a Taylor May, whoever mm-hmm. plays right center, that's probably the only time I can really understand it. But I still don't think it's going to be for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm on the same page, brother. What about the Panthers lineup? Now, I've already uh, soiled myself over the thought of Isaac Tungo playing right centre. I just think everyone fucking wins in that scenario. Cleary wins, Tungo wins, To'o wins. Everything's just super scintillating for me, and I'm getting right up around it and, and behind and, and it Taylor, and, and in Ta- it. And, and Taylor May's still me. playing on the left as well. So does that happen or does Taylor May play right centre? What are the birdies saying? What are the whispers saying? Because, yeah, I want I want it to be Tungo on the right. Yeah, I, I don't have any solid mail on this one just yet, to be completely honest with you. But I think that, you know, th- there's obviously going to be two, two spots available in that back line, depending on where Isaac Tungo lands and where Taylor May lands. Um, the only thing that worries me with them is that, you know, like Tyron Peach is in the squad still as well. Um, mm. I just oh, and he it. played well last season. He played well, yeah. Um, there's obviously you know Tom Jenkins who's coming to the side as well. Uh, I, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. He, he's up at Newcastle. He went to the Knights. Yeah, 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 no. Uh, but just with those two, I just I'm not quite sure where they land. I look at Taylor May, and I'm not sure if you guys have seen photos of him stuff in the preseason, but he is built like a fucking house now. He. Um, he, to me, looks like he's trained to be sounds, a centre, not a winger. Sounds like he's been centre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so well, I think Taruva's almost locked down that other ring spot, though, hasn't he? Maybe that's why he's, you would he's, assume so. he's need to put on a bit of size. I would say so, yeah. So yeah. I think Isaac Tungo showed last year that he can play right, but I, mate, I, I think that Taylor May is so fucking talented that it wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, to see him land on the right as well. So, obviously, a big watch in trials. And uh, similar to what we said with the Titans, I'm sure trial one or two, it'll be very evident who's running yeah. out uh, left and right side. Uh, but yeah. I think both of them are going to be very good grabs this year. Taylor May is going to be very popular because I think just about everyone will own him in Supercoach Classic. 
Um, oh, yeah, for sure. So he'll be He's right up there. And obviously Isaac Tungo, um, CBA graduate class of 2022. Very popular pick as well. So keep your eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Got to give you wraps there, brother, because fuck, nailed it. Um, what, what, and what, what are the CBA Academy hats coming out? Yeah. Where's the merch? Surely it's in the pipeline. Shh. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. There you go, people. Um, I'll just take my mind back to when Talon May came on the scene and Isaac Tungo was playing uh, left centre and the amount of ball that May got in good mm. space um, and how many tries he scored just because oh, was Tungo time, was so good with the ball out in front. I'm just looking at Tungo just going, fuck, finally – Toa is going to get someone that passes the ball. We know how good Toa has been with old glue hands critter next to him. Yeah. What's he going to be like with someone that's going to feed him ball in space? I mean, boggles the mind. It really does. And this is the other thing that I think we're all – I think Taruva's got that wing locked down. But, mate, I, I said it before they debuted. That combination of Isaac Tungo and Taylor yeah. May – Yep. It was unbelievable. That was their first season of first grade together, and I thought they were, mm. outside of South Sydney, probably the best left edge in rugby league. So those two have been playing together for a few years now. I Yeah, it's a combination that I would be – I'd be very tempted to keep them together. But Taruva's done incredibly well as a premiership winner. Uh, mm. Penrith have got so many options out there, and once again, Tyron Page could come in and absolutely shit on all of us, all of us at any given moment. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's a huge, huge. Where do you draft Peach boys? It's, it's yeah, yeah. Mm, Tungo, right? So yeah. mm, get inside me. Let me get inside you. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Even, well, let's um, talk about some some big it, it risks just, here. So, Turbo, Pappy, uh, KP, Teddy. What are we doing here? Where are we taking them? We had a bit of a chat about Turbo. You know, we're still all pretty high on Turbo just because of what we know he can be. Um, Wook and I have talked about KP. We're all over KP's dick, and I'm sure you are as well, Guru. Like, he's a top three pick in our opinion. No matter what finals series you play or system you play, he's a top three. Lock it down. So that's top three picks are locked regardless of what happens, in my opinion. Uh, Pappy coming off these injuries. And then how far does Teddy slide down? Do you know what I mean? There's some question marks here because I'm thinking about Teddy and we're sliding him. But again, like I said before, like there's a point in a draft where you go, hang on, this is fucking James Tedesco. And I'm picking him in the third round. You got to, you have to. It wasn't wasn't that long ago. He was averaging at over 90. Mate, he's uh, apart from last year, he was the most consistent uh, performer in draft. Over the last four years before that. So oh, yeah. let's um we've done turbo. Let's talk about Pappy. What do you think about Pappy, Guru? Uh I will be leaving Pappy. I don't think he's gonna be the one for me. Uh I'm you know what, if Pappy comes out in twenty twenty four and averages a hundred like he did when I had him two years ago, 
I'll just sit back and go, well done to the person that took that punt. Uh, yep. For where you're going to have to take him, there's other guys I'd probably rather gamble on. that um, mm. They might not score as many points as Pappy if he hits his ceiling, but I'm more confident they score those points uh, than Ryan yeah. Pappenhausen. So, uh, and you know what? That Potentially that's a little bit hypocritical of me because I'm so keen on Turbo. I'm so keen on KP who obviously have their injury concerns as well, but... I'm just not convinced Pappy's going to be the same guy just yet. And you know what? He'll probably come out round one and we'll go, oh, no, he's still that guy 100%. Uh, But it's just, yeah, it's just not a risk I want to take this year if I can avoid it.